What is up, friends? Welcome back. Got another video here for you on the Fantasy Fellowship channel. My name's Kyle. In tonight's video, it's August 17th, Wednesday evening here. We're just a couple days here. We got preseason week two coming up, so uh, I wanted to update my top 200. If you guys are new and haven't checked out the 2022 Fantasy Football Draft Kit on the fantasyfellowship.com, there's a link in the description below. And basically, I mean, I've stayed up to date with a lot of things on here, but I am uh, a couple weeks behind on my top 200 sheet here. So I last August, uh, August 6th, the last update here. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of have ourselves a little top 200 draft here, and we'll just kind of go through. Uh, everything's kind of color-coded by position, and uh, we're just going to kind of rank these guys and see how long we can go. We're going to go all the way to 200 here, and it's it's kind of filtered by round, uh, so you can kind of good way, good, good way to uh, kind of filter it and use it as a cheat sheet. So what we're going to do here is we're going to start the draft off, and uh, I'll kind of, you know, kind of continue to go back and forth with my projections and whatnot, which, uh, again, if you purchase the 2022 draft kit, you're going to get access to this massive, massive Google Sheet document, or you can download the Excel document. So uh, let's get it going. Again, this is a PPR top 200 rankings format here, and uh, we're going to have fun with this one. So let's go ahead and get it done. I think the number one player that you see a lot of places is going to be Jonathan Taylor. Uh, I have him as like my fourth best projected player. Uh, he's, 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 Projected number four, but he's arguably the safest player, which is why I think a lot of people like him number one. So I'll put Jonathan Taylor there number one. Uh, if you're sitting in the first spot, I think you really only have two options. It's Christian McCaffrey or Jonathan Taylor. Go ahead and collect a running back. I think in a points per game system, McCaffrey's actually the guy that probably is going to get the most points per game. Uh, but you have, again, he just hasn't been himself the last two years, not been healthy. Uh, so there's a little bit of risk involved, but I think there's optimism there for the Panthers. So if you're feeling risky, go ahead and take CMC number one. If not, number two is a good spot to do it. Uh, and then to me, there's there's kind of a drop off. Like you could take Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry are all there, but I, I do not want to miss out on one of these wide receivers. And I'm going to go against the grain here. Although in most like the fantasy football industry, I think most people are coming around to the idea that Justin Jefferson can be the wide receiver one this year. So I'm going to put Jefferson as my number three best player here. Follow that up with Cooper Cup. Those are my top four guys. And basically, if you have a top four pick, these are kind of the guys you're looking at here. Uh, we'll continue it here. I think Austin Eckler can be the number five overall pick here. I do think there's a drop off. The reason I put Eckler ahead of like you know the receivers Chase and Diggs, uh, just they're not going to be in that Jefferson Cup tier. I have those guys solely by themselves. And then I think. Eckler, the reason I like Eckler more than Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry in PPR purposes is he's kind of got no no issues. I think people are just like, yeah, he's good. He's, he's a good player. He's really got nothing wrong with him. He's in a good offense. Uh, he's only 27 years old coming off a huge season. Sure, the touchdowns could come down, but as far as top five picks go, uh, and especially at running back, I think Jonathan Taylor and Eckler are two of the safest plays you can make. Uh, we'll go ahead in here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put Jamar Chase and Stephon Diggs here as my next best players. Uh, I think Jamar Chase, we we know what he did last year. He could be potentially just warming up, and he could have himself a nice rookie or next a nice second year season. So he's my number six player off the board here. And then I did put, I put Stefan Diggs here at seven. I think that's a little high, uh, but man, you're, you're locking yourself into a top five uh, receiver, potentially at worst. He's what wide receiver six, seven, eight. Where did he finish last year? Let me double check real quick. And I just think, man, you know, you, you want to lock yourself into some good offenses and that sometimes you just got to get the best player. He's wide receiver seven last year, and this was a down year. So uh, to me, you're locking in a damn good player there. And uh, with some of the running backs, you do have some questions in this territory, but I'm going to go ahead and lock in Dalvin Cook and Derrick Henry. I think there's optimism about the Vikings offense with Dalvin Cook maybe catching more passes. Uh, and and it's, it's been a while since we've seen Dalvin Cook, you know, tear it up. I think a couple of years ago, he was a you know top three pick. Uh, so for Dalvin Cook, my RB4 off the board, 
it's a preference call. I think if you want Derrick Henry there, I'm fine with it. The only knocks with Derrick Henry is how good will the Titans offensive line be? And, and uh, can he hold up? You know, he's got that, I think he's got a plate or a screw in his foot, just a ton of carries throughout his career. I think he's 28 years old as well. So he's kind of a guy that uh, I shy away from a little bit. I think I look for some of the younger upside guys uh, at that point, but that's my top nine so far. Uh, and then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put, Travis Kelsey there at the end of the first round here, pick number 10. Uh, to me, uh, you can see my, my these are uh, on the right here. These are my projections. Uh, and you can see there's a huge gap between him and Mark Andrews. So with Tyreek Hill leaving uh, Kansas City, I think you're going to see Travis Kelsey potentially. He could strap up for a career season this year. So Kelsey at the end of the first makes a ton of sense. And then who do I finish with my, my round one here? I think I've been moving CeeDee Lamb up the board here. I did see that he had like a, a cut on his foot. He said it was, you know, clowning around things. So not sure what that's about, but I do think CeeDee Lamb's worth a, a consideration here at the end of the first round. Uh, and then I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and I'll throw Devontae Adams in there too, just to kind of end the tier. And then we'll get to all these running backs. But CeeDee Lamb, Devontae Adams, both guys that are going to flirt with top five numbers this year. Uh, potentially a career season coming for CD Lamb. I like that. And then you have the, you know, the Derek Carr, Devontae Adams connection. Uh, and uh, it, it, these are just safe picks. I think the running backs, they look better in the second round. And if you need to grab your receiver, come back round two, you, you get your, you know, your pick at running back. So uh, I think, and I've seen this a lot around, you know, some, some smart fantasy football analysts. Moving Saquon Barkley up, man, he should be one of the first picks in the second round. I know you're kind of holding your nose. The Giants offense has not been great the last few seasons, but it's going to be a different Giants team. They've improved offensive line, defense, uh, coaching staff. There's a lot of improvements there. Healthy Daniel Jones, healthy Saquon Barkley. I'd love to see it for a full season. So I think if you're looking you're looking at this, I mean, look, at I have six receivers in the first round in Travis Kelsey. Uh this is a lot like just look at all the running backs here that I have queued up, you know, on the right side here. We have five and a sixth running back in Saquon Barkley. This really makes me kind of want to lean into wide receiver round one because I'm, I'm guaranteed to get, you know, if, if say you pick in the middle of the first round here, go ahead and take your, your Jamar Chase, your Stephon Diggs. There's a good chance that one of these running backs falls to you uh, in the second round here. So we'll go ahead and we'll kind of bump these guys in here. I think for safety reasons, I'm going to put Joe Mixon here as RB, as my 14th player off the board. Bengals offense, man, it's a piece. You want to get a piece of it and that offensive line's better. And, you know, another year of Joe Burrow, I just think you're going to see a healthier offense. Uh, they're probably going to win more games, which means more rushing attempts potentially for Mixon. So I like Mixon here in the second round. Uh, and then I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put I guess I should put Najee Harris here just because he's going to get a lot of touches. When it comes down to Mixon versus Najee Harris, I like both guys. I'm going to lean into the Bengals offense over the, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. I think anyone would probably take this bet. Joe Mixon, more touchdowns than Najee Harris. I think that's kind of the deal breaker for me between the two. Uh, and then I'll go ahead and I'll throw Aaron Jones and DeAndre Swift in here next. I don't really have a preference. I like both guys. They're both going to be dynamite uh, pass catchers. Uh, Aaron Jones probably going to get a little bit more work in the running game. So I think I'll lean there. Uh, and then I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to throw Alvin Kamara in here as well. So to me, second round, man, you're looking for one of these stud running backs. These guys are all potential top 10 running backs. And it wouldn't surprise me if one of them breaks out and finishes as a top five player. So to me, I mean, let's just look at, we have a whole, a huge block of blue, six running backs here in the beginning of the second round. Uh, and then let's begin the, uh, the back half of the second round here. I think I, I probably should put uh, Tyree kill Mike Evans. These are guys here that I'm very interested in when it comes between the two. I think I trust Mike Evans a little bit more. I know he's had some hamstring injuries. 
Uh, but he's been a thousand yard receiver every year of his career. He's had 27 touchdowns in the last two years with his Tom Brady quarterback. Uh, so I'll go ahead and put Mike Evans uh, here at 19 and then I'll, I'll throw Tyree Hill in there as well. Um, and then now, now we're getting to some interesting things because I have some guys creeping up here, Mike Williams, T Higgins, Michael Pittman, Jr. If you want a running back, I guess, Leonard Fournette, Javante Williams, these guys can be there for you. Uh, I think what I'll do here. And again, I got Mark Andrews here. I think Mark Andrews is, is worth a end of the round two pick. Uh, I'm going to throw Leonard Fournette in here, though, because I, I think he's going to be very valuable. And he could also be in this tier with these other running backs as well. He's a top 10 guy, gets the volume as a receiver. A lot of fun here. I like Leonard Fournette as a, a late round two pick. Uh, I'll go ahead and I'm going to throw Mark Andrews in here just because he's kind of the lone guy at the tight end spot. So he's worth the end of the second round pick. If he falls into the third round, you got to feel good about it. Uh, but now we get to some fun questions. I have Mike Williams ranked very high. I think T Higgins is probably the next man off the board in ADP. So I'll go ahead and I'll put T Higgins here at 23. And I love Jamar Chase, but I really don't know if, if I squint and you remove the names Chase and Higgins. You might see identical, like identical targets, maybe receptions, yards, touchdowns, that kind of thing. So if you miss on Jamar Chase or mix it earlier in the draft, circle T Higgins because you're going to want to make sure you get one of the top three Bengals this year. After that, uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to put Michael Pittman Jr. here because he has no competition for targets. Like he is the dude, Like he is going to flirt with maybe 140 plus targets this year, upwards of 90 receptions, Matt Ryan locked in. Keep in mind, Carson Wentz delivered a, a pretty good season for Michael Pittman Jr. last year, wide receiver 18 in PPR league. So this is his floor. I feel really safe. He looks best as a wide receiver too in your lineups, but I'm not going to be surprised if he comes back and he finishes a top 10 wide receiver this year. So the lack of competition, the, the assurance of targets here makes me like Michael Pittman Jr. Should probably delete him from this list here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put... Uh, it, it depends on, you know, your safety and your outlook of things, but I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pivot here. I'm going to put Javante Williams as one of the best third round picks you can make. Melvin Gordon came out today and said, yeah, Javante is the guy they want to get him, uh, you know, the, the RB one numbers here. So I think if you're drafting the third round and Javante's there, get him. He's going to look awesome as you're running back too. And keep in mind last year in a, like is exactly 50, 50% split down the middle between Gordon and Javante Williams. Javante was RB 17. So like, this is his floor guys. Like there's been mad potential for him, especially if the touchdowns fall his way. He only scored seven touchdowns last year. So, I mean, if, if he boosts that up to like 10 to 12 and, and he gets more touches and more of the percentage goes his way, you're looking at a top 10 running back here, Javante Williams. We love him. Uh, and now, now I'm going to go heavy wide receiver. Cause I mean, Nick Chubb he, in a PPR league, he's not really attractive. He's just kind of safe and steady. Uh, but I think I got to start gobbling up some of these wide receivers. So give me Mike Williams, who I believe is to me, it's not even close. Like he is the clear number one receiver over there that I want for fantasy football this year. <clears throat> Last year, in terms of finishes, Mike Williams, wide receiver, 14, Keenan Allen, wide receiver, wide receiver, 11, uh, Mike Williams, 129 targets, Keenan Allen, 157. I think that gap's going to narrow or potentially flip this year. Mike Williams, 76 catches, Keenan Allen, 106. Uh, but Mike Williams beat him in yards and touchdowns. I think you're going to see that continue more yards and touchdowns for big Mike, but you're going to see the receptions and targets gaps narrow. Uh, so to me, I want Mike Williams. They paid him big time this off season. Uh, we'll go ahead and get DJ Moore here, who is locked into uh, a ton of targets and arguably the best quarterback he's ever played with. And I know it's Baker Mayfield, but you got to admit, it's probably the best quarterback he's ever played with in Carolina. And considering he was like, he's kind of like Michael Pittman Jr. Like he was wide receiver 17 last year. 
He's just had trouble scoring touchdowns. No more than four in a season for him. But look at the production. Three straight seasons of almost 1,200 yards. He gets carries every now and then, too. Uh, I expect a, another you know potential career season for uh, DJ Moore. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put Cortland Sutton in here as the next receiver I want off the board. And I'm high on Sutton. He's a top 30 player for me. But boy, oh boy, I want Cortland Sutton. I think he's the clear number one target for Russell Wilson. He's going to lead the team in receiving touchdowns, probably receiving yards. And I know if you like Jerry Judy, I like him too. But all camp reports indicate Sutton is the guy. He's the alpha receiver for Russell Wilson. Uh, and now I'm going to I'm going to get A.J. Brown in there. A.J. Brown, uh, I know he's going to be kind of boom bust, but you, you can't ignore the connection that he potentially has with his number one quarterback, Jalen Hurts. Probably a guy that's going to flirt with 10 touchdowns, 1,200 yards, and if he just stays healthy, like A.J. Brown as your wide receiver, too, is going to look really, really good. Uh, and then I'll throw Keenan Allen in here. He's just a safe, you know, kind of round three pick, especially in PPR formats. Uh, again, I, I think there's serious – potential for decline with Keenan Allen. Let me pull up his numbers here. Um, his numbers have just kind of been underwhelming the last two years. His yards per catch are down. Uh, he's been healthy though the last two seasons. So he's got that going for him, but uh, I just, I'm starting to see some decline in Keenan Allen. I, I think he's a fine wide receiver too for PPR leagues, but I just don't see the top 12 upside this season. Uh, and then we get a little bit of a, I guess I should probably throw Debo Samuel in here. I'm so I'm sorry. I I'm probably taking Debo Samuel over, over Keenan Allen, uh, and I know I'm I'm low on on Debo here. Debo has been a round two pick for most people, but I'm just I'm nervous about man. Like last year was a career year for Debo Samuel. It's going to be hard to duplicate. 59 carries, 365 touchdowns, and or 365 yards and eight touchdowns. Man, if we lop off some of those touchdowns. If he ends up with, you know, maybe three or four rushing touchdowns this year, uh, I'm just a little bit nervous. You also have to downgrade the receiving situation going to Trey Lance. I think you're going to probably still see some big plays, but it's going to be more inconsistent. Not as many, you know, safe and steady, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo throws it to him, you know, 10 times a game situation. So to me, Debo Samuel does look best as a wide receiver too. And I, I, I admit I'm low on him in terms of my rankings here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, my wide receiver 15 uh, on the season here. So to me, he's a round three pick. He looks best as a wide receiver too. Uh, I just, I really like Brandon Ayuk later too. So Debo, not a guy I love. I, I could see him going in the second round, but I, I just, I'm a little bit nervous about him coming off a career season. Uh, let's go ahead and get Nick Chubb off the board. He's kind of the lone running back I like there in the third round. And I suppose, I mean, I, I could throw James Conner, Ezekiel Elliott in the third round here too. I might actually go ahead and do that. But there's a couple of receivers that I still like here in the third round. I think you've got to love Jalen Waddle. He's going to be a super safe and steady wide receiver three. Uh, and in terms of ADP, I prefer Waddle over Tyree Kill in the second round. Um, I'm looking around here, any other players starting to make sense? you got some tight ends, Waller and Pitts. Uh, some interesting receivers, Juju, Cooks, Terry, McLaurin. These guys are all kind of wide receiver two threes for me. Uh, but let's go ahead and get uh, – I'm going to get James Conner off the board here. Uh, end of the third round, and then we'll throw Ezekiel Elliott in there too. I think these guys are both safe and steady running back twos. They don't feel great, but for where they're going, they're potentially top 12 backs, you know, any week that they're healthy. So we'll, we'll put those guys there. Uh, and now we're getting into kind of no man's land, uh, really. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to lock Juju Smith-Schuster in here as my last pick of the third round. And I know Juju Smith-Schuster 
he's kind of left a sour taste in our mouth the last two years, but he's with Patrick Mahomes now. He's the clear number one wide receiver through training camp right now. And I think he's in, in best ball leagues. He, he goes, you know, around 40th overall. So he's kind of a top fourth round pick uh, for the most part here. So I'm going to lock that in. So, so far through three rounds, I have two tight ends. Uh, I think about 17 or 18 uh, wide receivers and maybe 15 running backs or so. Uh, let me count the running backs. One, two, three, four, five. 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 running backs. So there we go. Uh, we're probably going to pivot here in the fourth round. I think that's where you start to see some quarterbacks come off the board. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and get Josh Allen in here. Uh, kind of the clear number one quarterback for the season. I think there you can argue Darren Waller, Kyle Pitts belong in this category here, but I'm going to wait a little bit on these guys. I want to, I want to get them in the fourth round, but I got to, I got to give some, uh, some props here to some wide receivers, Brandon Cooks, Man, just criminally underrated. Last year, Brandon Cooks, wide receiver 20. And I think he's got room to grow from here. Uh, 90 receptions, just over 1,000 yards, six touchdowns. He, he played pretty well with Davis Mills. The fact that you can get him you know, this late, uh, wide receiver 20, it's kind of a safe, safe, steady pick for me so I think in the fourth round you kind of don't want to make any risky plays and get him there uh, I'm gonna get the I'm gonna get some of the other guys off the board here I got Travis Etienne as a round four pick uh, in PPR purposes like the dude's gonna catch 60 70 balls so he's got that outlook for him there and who knows if they bring James Robinson along a little bit slowly and use say Etienne gets you know 10 12 carries per game and upwards of five six catches and he's gonna be very productive uh, so I like Etienne here in the fourth round uh, but then let's go ahead and get uh, the next guy I want is Kyle Pitts, man. In the fourth round, if he's available, lock him in. I know he didn't catch a lot of touchdowns last year, but still only one touchdown and he was wide, uh, tight end number six last year. If, if he ends up catching five or six touchdowns this year, that's going to be a lock for top five numbers. So I love Kyle Pitts. I like the connection with Marcus Mariota. So that's where I'm at there. Uh, we'll go ahead and get Terry McLaurin here off the board. McLaurin, just another safe and steady wide receiver two for you in the fourth round. Uh, I kind of want to get you know, some more receivers up in here, but I'm going to pivot. Uh, my next best quarterback is Justin Herbert. I'm comfortable taking him in the fourth round there as well. Uh, and now, now I'm going to probably just, uh, we'll go ahead and get Darren Waller off the board here. I think he's kind of the clear next best tight end. So uh, interesting, you know, spot here as we're kind of just rotating a bunch of positions, but let's get some more receivers off the board. I think Amon Ross St. Brown, Allen Robinson need to come off the board uh, next here. Amon Ross St. Brown, don't come, don't discount what he did at the end of last year. Jared Goff has come out and said, I love throwing to him. He's the guy I'm looking for when things break down. He's kind of a poor man's Cooper Cup for Jared Goff. So as your wide receiver two, three, Amon Ross St. Brown looks great. And then Allen Robinson, man, he's, he's going to be back this year. I, I have good feelings about it. He's the number two for Matthew Stafford, going to be a red zone threat and help take the pressure off Cooper Cup. Uh, but now uh, I'm kind of, you know, we're, we're not reaching on quarterbacks yet. I think there's some good ones coming up in the fifth round, but let's go ahead and get Rashad Bateman off the board here. He's going to be replacing Marquise Brown. And keep in mind, Marquise Brown last year, wide receiver 21. So I think it's a pretty good bet for say, uh, Rashad Bateman to finish as a top 24 wide receiver. Uh, I want to get Michael Thomas here at the end of the fourth round. I think he's a guy flying up draft boards right now. He looks the part. He looks healthy. He's going to be a wide receiver too for us again this year. We need to come around to that. Uh, and as you see, I'm, I'm kind of pivoting from running backs here. I'm not really interested in a lot of these RBs here in the fourth round. Last pick of the fifth round. I suppose I'll put Patrick Mahomes here. I'm going to put Patrick Mahomes here in the fourth round, uh, and then we'll move on into the fifth round. I don't need to sell you on Mahomes. He's just a safe and steady top three quarterback for you. But as we get into the fifth, that's where 
I want to continue taking some of these wide receivers and I'm probably going to rank as far as the guys with some of the best outlook. I'll, I'll put Jerry Judy here. Uh, we'll go ahead and we'll put Deontay Johnson here. Again, these are, these are guys that can operate as your wide receiver two, but I think they look best as your wide receiver three. Uh, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll even put Elijah Moore there in the fifth round as well. Uh, and again, still not picking running backs. I'm lower on a lot of these running backs here in the fifth round. Uh, I want to get Gabe Davis up there in the fifth round. Uh, I also want to get uh, Christian Kirk up here in the fifth round. He's going to be the leading target for Jacksonville. So fifth round, man, grab your favorite quarterback. And then I think you want to pivot. You want to go ahead and get one of your favorite quarterbacks here in the fifth round. I'm going to go grab all these rushing quarterbacks and put them up here. Uh, Hertz, Murray, Lamar Jackson, take these guys in the fifth round. If they fall into the, into the sixth, that's just a slam dunk pick. Uh, we'll kind of pivot now and kind of fill this out with some running backs. Cam Akers, I, I don't love the pick. I think it's an interesting pick, but he looks best as a running back too for us. Uh, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll put J.K. Dobbins in here as well. Still a little bit unsure about him coming off his, his, his big injury that he had last season. Uh, and if I had one more pick here in the, in the fifth round, we'll put George Kittle there. So we rounded out there with some running backs in a tight end. George Kittle, end of the fifth round, get him in the sixth. That's where the value lays. So uh, we're five rounds in so far, 60, 60 picks so far. And now, I mean, I kind of want to continue to just put receivers in here. Marquise Brown, the potential wide receiver one for half the year for Kyler Murray. Let's go ahead and get DK Metcalf and Mari Cooper off the board here. I think these guys are, are fine wide receiver threes for us. Uh, I want to get, you know, some other players here. Let's get Chris Godwin in there as, as he looks to be healthy. Uh, and after that, I think I'm kind of good with some of the receivers here. Uh, maybe I pivot and look at some of the QBs, uh, but let's, um, let's look at, let's, I, I got to get AJ Dillon in the sixth round, man. He's, he's a lock for me to be a top 24 running back this season. Uh, a couple other guys here at running back position. I don't love, I suppose I'll put David Montgomery kind of in the same tier as AJ Dillon. I suppose we'll, we'll get Brees Hall here off the board as well. I'm a little bit lower on him. Uh, Elijah Mitchell nursing a hammy. Josh Jacobs in kind of a committee here. I just I don't feel great about any of these running backs. So I might pivot here and let's start plugging in some of these QBs. Let's get Dak Prescott off the board here in the sixth round. I think he's a lock for a top 10 quarterback. Uh, and then I'm just going to make a block here. Of, of quarterbacks here because once it gets to the sixth round and I'll, I'll even throw in Trey Lance into this because once it gets to the sixth round and you start to see some quarterbacks go, you, you kind of want to be ahead of these guys. And I don't mind it because look at around a lot of these players that I have up here right now, there's question marks, a lot of question marks on these guys here, whether it's a running back receiver or tight end, I think you could potentially wait, uh, grab your quarterback first and then see who comes back around seven. We'll go ahead and put uh, the number two target here for, for Dak Prescott uh, as I'm trying to reconnect here. It says, uh, but tight end Dalton Schultz belongs here uh, in this range. And I don't know what's going on here. It says it's trying to reconnect one second while we work out this kink here. Let me hit refresh on this actually. Google says that's an error. Not great. Not great here. Let me see if I can pull this back up. Interesting. But anyways, looks like we're, we're back in it. So nice little break there at the end of the sixth round. Let's go back to our top 200 here. And uh, again, I said I wanted to get uh, Dalton Schultz sticks out. He's just the clear number two target for Dak Prescott. Seventh round, I'll pull the trigger there. 
Um, again, we re- we went high, heavy on a lot of these quarterbacks. What I like about this tier of quarterbacks, these guys can all be top five guys any given week. You want to be ahead of the game on Trey Lance, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow. Like you want these guys on your roster here. And just because I have them ranked as a six round pick, like that's like the highest I would take them essentially. If they fall, that's great. Get them in the seventh or eighth if you can. But I'm willing to take these guys over some of these uncertain players that I have listed here. Let's go ahead and get the number one receiver for Aaron Rodgers off the board. And now, I, I mean, I, I, we'll get Adam Thielen off the board here in the seventh as well. He's going to be a touchdown threat. I know he's getting older. Uh, let's go ahead and get, uh, I want to get Brandon Ayuk off the board here. He's actually a guy that I like uh, quite a bit. Uh, Brandon Ayuk in the seventh makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, a couple other receivers I like in the seventh. If, you, if you're feeling risky, Kadarius Tony can pay off. He's going to be the number one receiver there. Uh, and then I'm going to put Hunter Renfro in here as well. Uh, and then we'll throw in one, uh, the first rookie off the board here, Drake London. He can provide some dividends. And then I'm going to f- fly the end of the seventh round here with a bunch of running backs. But Edward Delaire, Tony Pollard, these are guys you just want to start collecting. Josh Jacobs, we'll throw him uh, in here. We'll throw Chase Edmonds in here as well. Uh, and then I got one more for you. We're going to put Elijah Mitchell in there at the end of the seventh round. So uh, when, these, when you're in the seventh round and you see these guys, I don't mind taking them at all. Again, uh, you want to be ahead on quarterback. You don't want to, you know, be stuck, you know, with someone you don't want. So I think the seventh round, interesting round here, uh, but just make the safest pick, whether it's Dalton Schultz. I actually really like the running backs in this tier for round seven. So we're moving into the eighth round. These guys still a little high for me to draft a quarterback, maybe in the ninth round. Let's continue to grab some of these players here as we approach the uh, pick 100 here. We'll get some of the tight ends off the board in a little bit, uh, but I do think let's 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 finish with some of these receivers. I think people are sleeping on Jacoby Myers, round eight. He's going to lead the team in receptions. Uh, I want Rondell Moore on my team here, so I'm willing to be higher uh, than consensus on Rondell Moore. Tyler Lockett seems to be a guy people are just discounting here. He's going to be useful. And again, these guys are all like wide receiver threes or, or bench receivers for you that are just going to they're, they're going to be good players. So uh, reach on them if you need to. And then let's get uh, the tight ends. T.J. Hawk off the board here in the eighth round. And I want to be higher than consensus on Dallas Goddard. I think I'm very excited about his prospects this year. Um, And now I'm looking around here. Maybe we start to, let's get some of these running backs off the board. I think Cordero Patterson, he's not great, but he should be a, whenever he's healthy, he can be a a running back too, or a flex play for us. Um, I want to be higher than consensus, I think, uh, for the most part there. And as I'm looking around here, nobody really sticks out on the right side column to me. Maybe we'll pivot here. Um, You could take running backs in this situation, but nothing feels amazing. Maybe we look at going back to the rookie wide receivers here. Uh, I'm going to get Chris Olave in there, the number two receiver for the Saints. Let's go in. We'll we'll get Devonta Smith in there as well. I don't feel great about him. He's going to be kind of the third target there. Uh, We can throw if you if you want to take a shot on DeAndre Hopkins. I think that's the time to do it. Um, and then, um, let's see here. Any other receivers? I think Russell Gage is worth a flyer here. I don't think Julio Jones is going to be as impactful as people think. Um, and then final running backs here. Let's go ahead and get, uh, I'll get Damien Harris in here. Uh, but I'm going to rank his, uh, his counterpart, Ramondre Stevenson right there with him. So, uh, we'll round out the top eighth rounds here with Ramondre and Damien Harris. And, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually, I'm going to copy all this and move this up. Uh, as we make our final our final stretch as we're halfway through here. If you're still with me, don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you are new to the channel. I think at this point, like it, it's kind of you know hit or miss. I don't really have a feeling 
uh, a strong feeling about a lot of these players after, you know, kind of the eighth round. We'll get to some sleepers, but if you still need a quarterback like Rodgers, Cousins, Carr, like these guys, you know, ninth round is kind of when you want to think about some of these QBs. We'll get some of my favorite tight ends off the board here as well. We'll get Zach Ertz uh, in there, Dawson Knox. These guys are preferred sleeper tight ends if you miss on a tight end early. I can easily get Ertz or Knox in the ninth round. Uh, and now let's start to really, like, ninth round, man, start to take some of these running backs. Singletary, Kareem Hunt. Uh, a lot of people are in on the James Cook, which I think is interesting. Uh, I, I really want to get – I'm going to get Naheem Hines here in the ninth round. I think we need to be higher than consensus on him. Miles Sanders, a ninth-round pick. I know I'm low on him. I actually like Kenneth Danewell more, so I'm going to put Kenny G right here. Uh, and then I'm going to rank uh, James Cook right there with him as well. Uh, moving into the 10th round now, I suppose we can get some of these, you know, these fun upside wide receivers off the board. Um, but, man, I think I really got to continue. I, I want to make sure you guys are getting running back. So Damian Pierce, uh, a fun running back here in the 10th round. I think you want to be early on, uh, on him for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm going to put Antonio Gibson here just because it's probably time that he should get off the board. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's just continue, man. You want to collect running backs in the, in the 10th round here. So uh, I think if any of these guys are available, you want to continue to snag them um, at a, as a priority. I think round 10 is a sweet running back spot. The receivers in this range aren't going to win, you know, your fantasy league for you. I think Rashad Penny, interesting guy here. We'll get Penny in here with Kenneth Walker right next to him. Let me go ahead and put him in there. And now I'm, I'm just really just filling it up with running backs because I think any of these guys are available round 10. They're a pretty good pick. And again, a lot of the receivers in this range aren't going to win your league for you. And I think I, for the most part now, I've really, really siphoned out the running backs that I want to target. So let's go ahead and uh, again, quarterback. I don't really know if I see a need for it. Maybe the tight ends here. Let's, let's finish out the tight ends. I got Cole Komet for you and David Njoku. If I had to throw one more guy in here at tight end, I'll throw Herb Smith in here in the end of the 10th round. I know he's got a thumb injury, but he's a very interesting guy to me. Uh, and then I want to put 11th round, man. Take a flyer on some of these quarterbacks. So I think these guys are not going to win you your league, but they could be really serviceable, you know, wide receiver or quarterback number twos. Um, Devontae Parker, let's get Parker in here. Tyler Boyd, let's just kind of clean up some of the top and the players here. Robert Woods is probably the number one wide receiver for the Titans. And I tell you what, if you don't like Adam Thielen, you should like KJ Osborne. Uh, and then I'm going to finish this uh, 11th round here with some fun receivers. Jahan Dotson, one of my favorite rookie targets that you could take. DJ Tark, number two receiver for the Lions. And then Nico Collins, number two receiver for the Houston Texans. So uh, we're having fun here. And now in the 12th round, I want to make sure you guys get some of my favorite sleepers. So let's go ahead and pump in George Pickens, Josh Palmer, and Jalen Tolbert. I think you want to be higher than consensus on these guys. Pickens, to me, I think he's hopping Chase Claypool as the number two wide receiver for Pittsburgh. Jalen Tolbert, the number two receiver. Josh Palmer, the number three receiver in the Chargers offense. Uh, let's go ahead and get some of the tight ends off the board now. Albert O, the potential starting tight end for Russell Wilson. Pat Frymuth, not a super sexy pick. He kind of reminds me of a young Hunter Henry, which will put Henry in here uh, as well. Uh, I want to be higher than consensus. Maybe I'm low, lower than consensus, but MBS is the number two receiver for Patrick Mahomes. Um, and Dan, and Dan, we'll get some of the rookies in here. Traylon Burks, we'll fire him in here. Any other rookies, I guess I'll throw Garrett Wilson in here as well. 
basically, you want to make sure you come away with a rookie wide receiver. I don't really see anybody else worth a flyer uh, at this point. I'll throw Sky Moore in here. I don't feel great about it, but again, 12th round, not really going to matter too much. Uh, but the guy I really want to make sure you guys get on your teams this year is Zay Jones. I think he might actually be the number one receiver. Uh, I guess not the number one because Christian Kirk's going to be the number one. But uh, there's potential for Zay Jones to beat out Marvin Jones in targets and receptions and yards this season. So moving into the 13th round here, uh, I'm going to continue to pound receivers. You want to get Wandale Robinson in there. You want to get Kendrick Bourne, Michael Gallup. I don't really love these guys. I think Jarvis Landry probably has more weekly upside here. Uh, and maybe now I'll throw I'll throw Isaiah McKenzie in there too because he's going to be the slot receiver for uh, Josh Allen. But now I've kind of hit all the receivers that I really want to target. So uh, maybe now we kind of backtrack and start to fill in some tight ends. If you missed, you know, these guys are all nice tight end twos on your roster here. So make sure you grab one before these guys. But these guys can all be serviceable backups for you this season. Uh, and again, I'm not a big Mike Jasicki guy like at all. Uh, so that's why I'm a little bit lower on him. I think he's going to be kind of lost behind Tyreek and, and, and Waddle. But I, I do think there's some upside to these tight ends back here. So round 13, grab your favorite backup tight end. Maybe target one of those receivers that we got here. Um, and then I'll, I'll throw Tunyon in here as well. So uh, round 13, shaping up to be a nice tight end round for me. Uh, let me go ahead and uh, come back to the quarterbacks here. Because I think these guys, especially if you play in super flex leagues, this is kind of the... You know, this is kind of the cream of the crop here and um, not really the cream. I don't know what I'm saying. These guys are all players that are probably not going to be drafted in, in redraft leagues, uh, but I'll put Matt Ryan and Matt Jones in there. I think they might be of use for us this season. Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield, Carson Wentz, these guys are all kind of question marks here. Uh, I'll put these guys at the end of the top 200 here. I do think Deshaun Watson, though, is if you have the patience, go ahead and stash him if you can. Uh, and then now... Again, I've already got the majority of players that I really, really like. So let's kind of pivot and we haven't put any running backs in here for a while. So let's go ahead and start throwing some running backs here that I think could be the last running back on your team. Uh, I want to be higher than consensus on Brian Robinson. I should probably actually put Robinson up even higher up, up there. I think he could be better than Antonio Gibson this year. Uh, Jamal Williams, nice pick. Uh, back up to our guy, DeAndre Swift. And uh, again, I'm just I'm just kind of loosely filling in the running back spots here. These guys are all kind of handcuffed running back twos, if you will. Isaiah Pacheco, one of the highest risers in fantasy football this year, this offseason. Uh, let's go ahead and get uh, – I want to get Jared Goff in there at the end. I, I think Goff can be a serviceable QB2 this year in spots. And then I'll throw Carson Wentz in there. I think he could actually have a nice sneaky season. But, man, we're getting to the nitty-gritty. This is round 15. So this is like your sleepers and your, your kind of whatever round. So let's see if we can find some names for you guys here. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get uh, Kendrick Bourne. Michael Gallup, we'll get, we'll get these guys off the list here. Again, I'm not excited about these guys, but if you have the patience, you could be rewarded with some of these veteran receivers. I mean, Kenny Galladay, Corey Davis, you know, a lot of these veteran receivers here. So if any of these guys fall, I am totally open to it. Um, uh, but again, I'm not really willing to – these guys aren't going to win you your league, you know. Uh, essentially, these guys are all kind of – we know who they are. We know what they can do, and that, that's nice and everything. But let's go ahead and get these guys here at the end of the drafts. And I know if you're going to tell me Julio Jones is going to be a league winner this year, I, I just think we, we've we seen Julio Jones the last few seasons, and it's just, it's just nothing to be excited about. Uh, one of my favorite tight ends, don't sleep on him, Brevin Jordan, get to know who he is. Uh, I'll throw Paris Campbell 
uh, late round here, and uh, we'll finish the 15th round with Sammy Watkins, who could actually be in for a nice uh, season with Aaron Rodgers as long as he stays healthy. Uh, and yeah, moving along, man. Let's get some of these uh, these backup running backs. Let's continue with some of these backup running backs. I don't know. Kenyon Drake could be a pass catching down back. Uh, I don't feel great about it. Chris Evans could be the pass catching back there in in Cincinnati. Uh, Eno Benjamin, they've been pumping him up as the number two back for Arizona. Don't sleep on Zach Moss. I think he could be a guy in the rotation yet. Uh, Alexander Madison, it sounds like they're not really excited about him uh, this season. They brought in some competition for him. So just be leery about banking in on him. I don't even have Rashad White ranked very high, but let's go ahead and get these guys off the board here in the 16th round. Uh, I just I think I think Rashad White's behind uh, Giovanni Bernard for the most part here. So uh, I want to be higher on Trey Sermon because if Elijah Mitchell's got a hamstring injury, man, and I think the way this is setting up is like, take a running back round 16, man, just take a running back. Whoever's available that you see potentially as a handcuff or potentially a guy that everyone just kind of let slip through the cracks, take a running back. I think you could be rewarded uh, at this point of the draft. Derek Henry goes down Hassan Haskins, you know, dial him in there. Um, so that's it. That's the top 16 rounds. And at this point now, let's go ahead and get some of my favorite sleepers here. Rookie wide receiver slot receiver is Kyle Phillips. Sleeper tight end for me, Tyler Conklin. I'm going to add Janu Smith to this, uh, as well as Harrison Bryant. If anything happens in the joke, Harrison Bryant's the guy you want. Um, I should probably put Miko Hardman in here. Watson should be in here. And then let me see. I mean, Tannehill, Davis Mills. Let, let's end, let's actually, let's end with Tannehill. Let's end with Tannehill. Uh, just because as a quarterback number two, that's fine. Uh, but I'm going to end it top 200 with Marcus Mariota. That's going to finish our top 200 draft. So I know this is kind of quick and dirty, but uh, this is how I feel about the top 200 board. And uh, let me know if you guys have questions. I'm going to, I'm going to clean this up a little bit and upload it and get it on the draft kit site for you guys. But that is my top 200 rankings. Uh, I'm going to do probably one more show, um, probably next week sometime. I'll do another top 200 rankings just to make sure uh, I'm on top of everything and make sure no one's getting hurt or anything like that. But that's it. That's the video. Thank you guys so much for your time. Uh, subscribe if you are new, like the video, leave a comment, say hi, whatever, help grow the channel. We're almost uh, to 500 subscribers. So uh, that means a lot to me. Thank you guys so much for your time. Have a good one. We'll see you in a future video. Peace.